welcome to a bonus episode of the Protect Your Peace podcast. This is a practice for the times where you just want the sound of someone's voice guiding you to slow down and move in the direction of rest. So if that is you today, then you're in luck. This is really a collection of four practices, orienting, journaling, breath work, or pranayama, and restorative yoga. They can be explored all together as one 60-minute practice, and you may revisit any of these individually as a standalone practice. To navigate to a specific practice, check out the show notes for the timestamps, or if you're listening on Spotify, depending on the device you're using, you'll see this episode divided into sections for you, so you can easily select the practice you want to explore. If you're solely looking for restorative yoga or a longer restorative yoga practice, then be sure to sign up for my newsletter and you'll get a link to two classes, a 30-minute shavasana and a 75-minute class. As always, please make sure you've got some hydration nearby and let's dive in. Before we get started, let's get into what you'll need for practice. You'll need something to write with and write on, like a journal or notebook, a comfortable surface to lie down on, such as a yoga mat or a carpeted area, three to four blankets and pillows each. Bed pillows are really wonderful for this because their rectangular shape tends to be closer to the shape of a bolster. Plus, our bed pillows are kind of naturally cozy. And as far as blankets go, you can aim for something more or less the size of a throw blanket. The more the merrier when it comes to props and restorative yoga. So if there's anything else that you like to have with you for practice or something you think may help you feel more comfortable and supported during practice, such as a soft item to cover your eyes or a bolster if you've got one then have those items nearby as well and that way you don't have to get up and get something once you get into your practice the more familiarity you develop with restorative yoga the more you'll identify what it is you like to have with you when you're practicing and it's not uncommon to cool down as you start to relax too so this is the time to break out your cozy socks your comfy layers, uh, to make sure that you feel warm as you practice. Last two things I encourage you to do if you haven't already, set the mood. Whether you're exploring this entire recording or one of the practices, take the time to create an environment that feels supportive and safe for your body and your system today. So that might include lighting a candle, having a scent in the room you enjoy, or simply cleaning up any clutter in the space you'll be practicing in. In a way, you're cueing your body towards comfort, safety, and relaxation before practice even begins. Last but not least, I encourage you to minimize potential distractions. Now, I know this isn't always 100% in our control, But the things that are, just take the time to do them here, like putting the device you're using on Do Not Disturb and leaving any unneeded devices outside of your practice space. And depending on what you're listening to this on, you can even download this episode to listen to offline so that you can put your device on airplane mode while you're practicing. And if you live with anyone, maybe you give them a heads up that you need a little bit of quiet time. 
we'll get started with the practice of orienting. This is a simple practice of using your senses to take in the environment around you. So start to settle into a comfortable seat. Orienting involves looking around the space you're in to bring your focus, your senses, and your system a bit more into the here and now. And so you'll spend the next couple of minutes looking around the entirety of your space. So once you settle into that comfortable seat, start by finding any spot in your environment to look at. And then begin to slowly look around. And even if you're in a room, an environment that is really familiar to you, this practice of orienting can be a very kind and simple way of communicating with your nervous system. Because as you look around your space, you're providing your system with something really important about your environment, and that's context. Information about the environment that you're currently in and that you'll be practicing in, slowing down in, that you'll be getting a bit quieter in and maybe even at a certain point closing your eyes and resting in. And so we want to provide your system with all of the context it needs to really assess whether or not the environment that you're in feels comfortable and safe. And in order to assess that, it needs information. And so as you slowly look around your space just take your time to soak in the environment that you're in and if the eyes want to linger on an area or an object for a while that's completely normal too Making sure to look above you and even at the ground that surrounds the body, if you haven't already. And making a point to look behind you, even if you know what's there.
And once you've finished taking in the environment around you, just start to bring your head and your gaze back to center. And direct your focus to your journal or your notebook, whatever it is you'll be writing on. And we'll explore a simple question together. Now, since this is a recording, if you find yourself called to write a little longer than the time allotted, you can pause this recording at any time to continue. This journaling is not for anybody else but you. There is no spell check, no right or wrong. And so really know that you have full agency and choice in how you explore and write. So this is an opportunity to do some free writing around a simple question, which is, what is something you need to hear or be reminded of today? What is something you need to hear or be reminded of today? No right or wrong answer, just the answer that feels most resonant for you. And really just letting yourself write out exactly what comes to mind today. And sometimes when I dig into this question, there's a lot that can come out. And other times it kind of just starts to spark my curiosity. And sometimes once we settle into a practice, or even sometimes when we go on about our day, there's more that can come forth with the question. Sometimes additional information, additional answers to the question arise from the practice or just from kind of planting the seed of the question. So think of this as simply starting to get curious about this question, knowing that whatever comes up over the course of your writing might just be kind of the beginning of the exploration. And just taking the next maybe minute or so to finish up.
And again, if you're kind of really going with this, if you feel in a particular flow, feel free to pause this recording. And if you feel like you can sort of pause where you're at with a dot, 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 or a period, you can go ahead and set your journal or your notebook aside. And you might choose to keep it within arm's reach. And as we shift into pranayama or the guided breath and restorative, because as I mentioned before, sometimes that journaling can kind of be like the seed that gets planted, sort of sparks curiosity. And as you settle into the practice and into the body, you might find that there's more that you want to write out or jot down. So you can keep the journal nearby as we shift into breath. And we'll be spending the next little while here exploring the breath together. So as you settle in, I encourage you to find a position that feels not only supportive, but also sustainable for your body. And so finding really any position that would feel comfortable for you to intentionally breathe in. That might be seated. You might lie down. Or if you're near a wall and want the support and the boundary of the wall behind your back body, then maybe you're seated up against a wall. And if you are seated, you can feel free to sit on a block or bolster or pillow. And if you're lying down, maybe you place some form of support like a pillow or blanket underneath the head. Again, choosing whatever feels most resonant for your system and your body at this point in your day. And as you settle into that position of your choosing, the eyes can be open, sort of halfway to closed. Or if it feels safe and available in your body here, you can close the eyes. And I invite you to rest your hands somewhere on your body. So if you're seated, that might be both hands on the thighs in any position, it can be both hands on the abdomen. And simply starting to pay attention to the natural rise and fall of your breath here. And the swell and filling of your inhalation. And the release and the emptying out of your exhalation. And you don't have to alter or shift anything about the breath. Just drawing your awareness to this rhythm that accompanies you automatically through each moment of the day. And that also adapts to what's needed through each moment of the day.
And as you start to draw your awareness towards your breath, you can think of it very similar to the orienting that we did with our eyes open a bit earlier as we looked around our space. And so think of this as drawing awareness not only to your breath, but also to the sensation of your breath. And it has this opportunity to orient to that inner landscape, that inner environment. So we did some orienting of our external environment and space, and now we start to notice and zero in on what's going on internally with the body. As you breathe in, notice where you feel the body start to fill and expand. What moves? What changes? And as you breathe out, where do you feel the body draw closer towards itself? What moves? What changes? Just spend a few more moments here drawing attention to the breath doing what it does, to the body doing what it does. And sometimes we breeze past this observation and go right into altering the breath. It's not necessarily good or bad, but in taking a few moments to notice just the breath that you've brought with you, where the breath is at at this point in the day, unaltered, the body doing what it does, and the body's communicating with you about the state that it's in, through the state and the quality of your breath here. So just noticing for a few more moments what your natural unaltered breath is communicating with you about the state of your system here. And from here, begin to deepen your breath. Just to the degree that feels natural and supportive for you here. So it doesn't have to be anything labored or extreme. 
deepening the breath in a way that feels accessible. And as you begin to deepen both the inhalation and exhalation, notice how the body accommodates that breath, how the breath accommodates that choice of the inhale taking up a bit more space, then the exhale a bit more intentional. And if the hands are resting on the body, you might even tune into that feeling, to that tactile feedback under your palms or your fingerprints of the body accommodating to that breath, taking up more space. And simply aiming here for the inhale and the exhale to be even in length. So one isn't longer or shorter than the other. And if at any point this deepening of the breath doesn't feel supportive or safe for the body or your system, know that you can always return to the natural breath or shorten the length of the breath. So again, we don't want to deepen our breath in such a way that feels labored or strenuous in any way. To know you've got full agency to transition to the breath simply doing what it does. Or perhaps another variation of breath that feels more supportive and comfortable for your body. So honoring and listening to what feels supportive for you. And if you are continuing with that deeper breath, we'll layer in one more thing. Start to invite a bit of a pause at the peak of the inhalation and the bottom of the exhalation. And so with that next breath in, identifying where the fullest point is and lingering for just a bit there in that pause at the top of the inhale. And then exhaling completely and at the bottom of that exhalation, taking a moment just to linger there, a little linger in that pause. And so we create these four distinct checkpoints of our breath here. The inhalation 
the pause, the exhalation, and the pause. And so take a handful of breaths, exploring those four points of breath. The inhale, a pause, and the exhale, and a pause. And again, doing your best to keep the length of the inhale and the exhale relatively even. Not one isn't any longer or shorter than the other. And then start to release that deeper breath. And allow the breath to settle back into a natural rhythm. And perhaps noticing what, if anything, has shifted. So just take a few moments to notice the feedback in the body after spending a bit of time intentionally breathing here, just noticing the response in your system or in the way that the body feels. And the deepening of our breath, spending time noticing it or intentionally breathing is another simple way we can provide our system, our body with context. And context is really important because it's one of the things that our nervous system needs to come towards or be in a state of regulation or a felt sense of safety. And so the breath is kind of like this two-way conversation between you and your system, between you and your body. 
The breath simply doing what it does unaltered can clue you into how the body, how the system is feeling, the state that it's in. And when you intentionally notice the breath and intentionally deepen the breath or alter it in a way that feels supportive, you're giving your system information. You're communicating something to your system about the environment that you're in, And that the environment that you're in is safe enough for you to slow down and breathe deeply. And so when we provide our system with this context or this choice, of breathing deeper, choosing how deeply we're breathing, choosing the positioning of the body, we're consistently providing our system with the information it needs to not only move closer or deeper into that place of regulation or safety, but also a bit closer to that physiological state of rest. The safety is always going to be a very important prerequisite for rest and relaxation. And so wherever you've chosen to position yourself here, find a bit of natural movement in the body if you're reclined, maybe that's extending the limbs out long or drawing the knees in towards the chest. If you're seated, maybe that's a shrug of the shoulders or a bit of movement in the neck. And just taking the next few moments, if you're not already there, to find your way to a seated position. And if there's anything top of mind for you after the pranayama practice that you want to revisit your journal or your notebook with, I invite you to pause the recording and spend maybe a minute or two free writing. So as we transition into the restorative yoga portion of our practice, I want to remind you that support and comfort and safety are a subjective experience. So I'll provide you with options for how to set up this kind of rest nest and restorative yoga posture but only you and your body ultimately know what feels supportive for you today during this practice. So I continue to encourage you to listen to whether or not your body feels comfortable and supported and to always move in the direction of shifting and adjusting what you need to feel comfortable and supported. 
even if it's beyond what I have suggested. So we don't have to force ourselves or tell ourselves to rest or relax. We really want to provide the support and the environment that allows the system and the body to feel like relaxation and rest is accessible and available. If you are already familiar with restorative yoga postures and there's a different reclined posture that you want to set up for your practice, I encourage you to do so. I will be talking you through a supported shavasana here. And so you're just setting up whatever would feel most supportive for you for the remainder of your practice. For shavasana, you'll take one of your blankets and place it across the majority of your mat. This is a nice option, whatever restorative yoga posture you're exploring, because this just provides you with some additional tactile coziness and comfort for when you recline back. Next, you'll want to arrange some support for underneath your head, your knees, and your feet in that order of importance. So where you place support is going to be somewhat somewhat dependent on the items that you've got with you. For underneath your head, you'll want either a pillow or a blanket. And with that blanket, you're going to be folding it up into kind of a square or a smaller rectangular shape. So your head will be a little bit elevated. For underneath your knees, typically two to three pillows, depending on how firm your pillows are. So you want your knees to be bent and supported. If you've got a bolster, then you can place a bolster under your knees instead, or sometimes it feels nice to have a bolster for the firmness and a pillow on top for a little bit of of cushion. So you're setting up that support for where the back of your head will be, and then placing that support where your knees will be. Last but not least, we want some support for underneath the feet. So you can do this with a pillow or with a blanket burrito. For the blanket burrito, you'll take one of your blankets and probably fold it in half first, and then roll it up into a firm log or burrito-like shape, hence the name blanket burrito. So that burrito is going to go towards the bottom of your mat, right above where your heels are going to be, or your Achilles tendons. So If you were lying down and you didn't have any support here, there would be a gap between your Achilles tendons and the ground. And so what you're doing with this blanket burrito or this pillow is eliminating the space between the ground and your body. So you're filling in that space with chosen item of support. So that's not just here above the heels, but really everywhere in the body where you're using these props, these cozy items to support your body in such a way that it neither has to hold itself up nor does it need to stretch beyond its capacity. So we neither want to feel the sensation of stretching 
nor do we want to feel that the body is holding itself up or intention anywhere. So once you get your props, kind of where you need them to be, you can start to lie back. And if you know that you might want to cover the body with a blanket, then have that within kind of arm's length here. Or you might even start to cover up the body here, but just know that the first kind of handful of breaths as you lie back and settle in are really just about noticing the feedback in the body. So knowing that you've got full agency and choice to adjust the body in its position or the items of support in any way that allows you to feel more comfortable. So this is being what I like to call lovingly meticulous about the way you arrange or adjust your props here. So really imagining that you're creating and setting up this posture, this rest nest, cozy cocoon, for someone you love and care for very deeply. And within the context of this practice, that person is you. And so supporting your body in such a way that you really feel held in this position of your choosing. And once you feel comfortable and supported in the posture, again, you can drape the blanket over the body. You might place something soft over your eyes to block out any stimulation from the light. Or, of course, you can simply close the eyes. You can even choose to keep the eyes somewhat open if that feels safer for the body. So just continuing to layer in what allows you to feel held and supported in this posture. Let you feel the support of the item behind the head and the neck. Let you feel held behind the shoulders and down the length of the arms by the ground beneath you. That sense of support behind the ribs all the way down to the length of the spine and to the pelvis. Held and supported by the items of your choosing under the thighs and the knees. Down the length of the legs all the way to the item of your choosing underneath the feet. And from here, we'll spend some time with some quiet settling in. Honoring if at any point your body requests an adjustment of the position or the props. And you always have full agency and choice to adjust the body in a way that feels most comfortable and supportive for you.
to giving yourself this space. Just settle into this sense of support and allowing yourself to feel held.
begin to draw your awareness back to your breath. Noticing the rise of the inhalation and the drawing in of your exhalation. And what does the quality of your breath here communicate to you about the state of your system? About how your body is feeling? you are of course welcome to spend as much time in this shape as you'd like to and so though you'll hear me start to guide you out of this posture know that you're welcome to let this recording play out and make your way out of this pose when the time feels right for you and if that time is now Begin to extend your right arm up overhead so that as you slowly roll off to your right side, that arm kind of becomes your pillow in this side-lying position. And you can even move the pillow or the blanket your head was on over and adjust it so that you have a literal pillow or blanket for this side-lying position. And just spending a few moments here to get a felt sense of what it feels like in your body. Taking your time to transition. There's no rush. And as you feel ready, use your top hand as support and press the palm into the ground, slowly finding your way up to a seated position and letting your head be the very last thing that lifts. Spending a few moments here seated Maybe noticing the sort of residue that the posture is left behind, you know, the footprints that's left behind in like the metaphorical sand of your body, your system. And bringing your hands here either to heart center or you can rest them in your lap or place them somewhere on the body it can be one hand to the heart one hand to the belly or both hands on the abdomen and just take a few moments with the eyes closed noticing this space that you've created for yourself remembering that your practice is not confined to any posture or the four corners of your mat. This is not a place where 
the practice begins and ends. It's simply a place where your practice continues. And so may you continue to notice the effect and the footprints that this practice has left behind as you make your way not only through the rest of the day, but maybe even through the rest of your week. And as you feel ready, allowing the eyes to blink open, you may spend a few moments orienting, revisiting that practice of looking around your space, and or circling back to journal or notebook and doing a bit of free writing after your practice. And thank you for devoting some time to connecting with yourself and providing your body with a sense of comfort and support and so that you may soak in a bit of relaxation and much-needed rest even if you simply moved a little bit more in the direction of rest or relaxation, that matters. And maybe you notice some of the precious wisdom or information that those states hold, allowing that wisdom to bubble up to the surface so that you may integrate it as you make your way through the rest of today, the rest of the week. Sending you support and encouragement to not only care for yourself, but also to allow yourself to be cared for. Thank you again for practicing. We'll connect again soon.